0: This is the Confident Collective Podcast with your hosts, Christina
1: Zias and Rayanne Langis, two plus size models and body activists here to get real and candid about living your most confident life. Get ready for powerful conversations that will leave you laughing, motivated, and inspired.
0: Welcome back to the Confident Collective
1: Podcast. We have a very fun wedding themed episode for you guys today. So the the episode theme is weddings and love. I love that. Neither of us are getting married.
0: I know. Neither <laughs> of us. Can you do a vow renewal? I, I would you ever do a vow renewal? Maybe.
1: Oh, <gasps> I want to come. Yeah, for sure. I didn't get to come to your wedding. I know. We should so definitely do that. Maybe we'll do it for like my five. <gasps> Is it going to be five years? Wait, five years? I guess we're going go. on a trip. <laughs> Literally, you,
0: yeah. you find, you're You the best at finding an excuse to go on a trip. I know.
1: I'm really, well, really I'm good at it. It, yeah. it. So is, are you.
0: I mean, yeah, I don't even have an excuse. I'm like,
1: hmm, once a month that I have to go somewhere. Yeah, that's fine. It's fine. Um, before we get into all the wedding stuff, I feel like we need to give some good life updates. So what have you been up to, Ray?
0: Everyone. I have made it past the fourth date. Woo. Let's have a little round. I wish we had like an applause machine. Wait, do, Wait, we, do we have we that have one? No. <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: yeah, we
0: had one. Brianna's made it past the fourth date. <laughs> um, <laughs> we've never used those buttons.
1: I don't know. Well, we need to start using <laughs> them start more. We to start
0: using those. Um, yes. So I have, this is a big deal for me. I've been dating for two years. And this is the first time I've done, I've made it to date five. Five. That's exciting. Um, how are you feeling? I feel good. I really like him. Um, I like him a lot. Okay. I feel like I'm going to keep, can we this, go on a double date? Yeah. Okay. Down. Maybe like date 10. Okay. That's fine. I need some In more time. That's fine. I need some more time. How um, How often
1: do you see this person?
0: Like once or twice a week. Okay but he's very busy, but I'm very busy. Like I really, it's hard for me to, I've been busy. Like this, this month I'm gone every single weekend yeah. in the month of March. So I've just been busy, but I really like him. Um, and I don't know how much I want to say yet because I'm getting nervous. That's fine. About like oversharing, but. I'll tell you guys everything after the double date, <laughs> okay? <laughs> um. But I will say everyone, he is shorter than me.
1: I cannot wait to meet him. And I'm proud of you. I never thought I'd see the day.
0: I don't even know if I should be making this a big deal. I think I'm making a big deal because I always made it a big deal that I needed to date someone like six foot five. Right. And now, well, I guess we're the same height. Well, I don't know. I got to look a little bit closer, but I think he's rounding up.
1: Okay. But I don't care. I can't wait to meet him. I'm very excited.
0: (sighs) Yeah. We'll see. Let me get past a few more dates before I intro, but That is kind of my my main update, and the marathon is coming in hot. So I've really talked about that on here. I'm running a half marathon. I think well, maybe I have talked about it. Running a half marathon the last week in of March, so it is crunch time, people. My whole personality right now is running and talking about running.
1: How do you feel like running this time compared to the last time we trained for the half marathon?
0: I felt way more prepared last time. I trained a lot more last time. Yeah, but I wasn't doing weightlifting. I was just running last time we did it. Um, but I was running, like I was sticking to that training plan. Like there's no tomorrow. Like I was running five times a week yeah. and this time I'm running like two or three times a week. Um, which is still a lot, which is a lot, but then I'm weight training twice a week. So I'm still working out like five times, like moving and do training five times a week. Um, so it's been, I feel less prepared than before, but I think uh, I know I can do it, but you want to know something funny? What? I was talking to my trainer about it. I like I posted my running pace and I was like, dude, this is a good running pace. This is a good, I'm like felt really proud of it. And then someone messaged me and I don't think she meant it ill at all. I really don't. Mm-hmm. But she was like, Wow, thank you for posting your running pace. It really makes me feel better about mine. <laughs> yeah.
1: Wait, what's your running pace?
0: <laughs> I think that day it was like eleven twenty something. Eleven or it was like eleven thirty miles. I don't even know, but I was like, Yes, like I was feeling good. Like I ran like six miles at eleven thirty. Like I was that's like, like, yes. That's amazing. And then I was like,
1: Oh, <laughs> weeks. I was like, like, oh shit. No, that happened to me when we were training for the half marathon because I remember, I think I was like literally running 15 minute miles (laughs) and my mom would be like, I walk that and I'd be like, fuck you mom. (laughs) I remember feeling so proud of myself too. Yeah.
0: So don't, we need to not let anyone get in our heads. No, you just can't compare. That's amazing you're doing that. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. Those are my updates. Talk to me, Christina. What's your life? What's your your life?
1: Okay. Well, first of all, I don't know how it's possible, but I'm pretty sure my son keeps getting cuter every single day.
0: Okay. Right. I was just going to say,
1: besides your son getting cuter every day, (laughs) I'm not even kidding. Uh, Guys, I am so obsessed with him. It is so funny. Like this age is so cool. Like every single thing he's doing is so different. Like every day he's discovering something like all the words he says now, it's so cute. Like the way he says bubbles, I wanna die. And like the way he uh like the way he says cookie. Oh my gosh, I cannot. He'll just randomly be like cookie. And it's so cute. Or the way he says mama and like daddy, it's adorable. Um oh. so I'm like so just like in love with him.
0: Do you wanna know what a new cute feature I discovered on him the other day? What? And this is that be creepy. And this just... is like
1: over the internet because you haven't like seen him in person.
0: I know. Well, this is, I keep up with him on the line. I know, I know. He has this little cute neck roll on the back of his neck. <laughs> Wait, what?
1: I don't even know what you're talking about.
0: It's just like how he's so chunky, like his little neck roll on the back of his neck. And it's like, oh, he just was like, he was wearing this little sweatshirt with a smiley face on it. Yeah. And his little neck was just like,
1: oh, so cute. Wait, that's so funny. I was like, I, was so like I just want to like
0: nibble his little
1: neck. Oh my gosh. I love nibbling his like whole little body. It's Why so do we sweet. want to nibble babies? Like that's weird. They're so nibbleable. They're just so cute. Oh, um, So that's been super fun. And also I just feel like Steve and I are like in a good groove, like parenting wise. Like it just feels good. Like I think like as he's getting a little bit older, it's becoming like a little bit easier in certain ways, you know, um, Mm -hmm. two, I'm going to Miami, which you guys, I cannot wait. I'm going with my sister and we're just doing like a solo trip and I just like need an escape. And I'm just so excited to be with my sister and just her. And I can't wait. 11? 11 the huge strip club. Listen, my sister made four reservations a day for us. What? Oh, my, she's going all out. My sister goes to Miami pretty much every single month. She's like obsessed with Miami. I didn't know that. Yeah. Her and her husband want to buy a place down there. They like love it. And, um, she goes there for work a lot too. Got it. So she knows all the spots. She has like tons of clients there. I'm jealous. I know. I'm so excited. So she's literally made us like two day reservations and two evening reservations. She's like, and like she's like on the day that we get there I made us like um a late evening or like a late afternoon reservation and then like a late dinner reservation like she's just been really good so she's like overbooked us with everything so that way we can like if we want to cancel things we can but you have the options we have the options and we have all the spots love love and we're like coordinating our outfits like we have all these like things planned and I'm just like excited because like we haven't like done anything like this in a really long time yeah I can't even think like the last time we did it Anything, just, a, just the two of us, honestly. That'll be so fun. Yeah, so I'm really, really excited for it. Sister time. Yeah, it'll be so good. Oh, I'm
0: excited. Thank um, you. All right, well, as we mentioned, today's episode is all about weddings. Um, so our kind of obsessed segment this week is just really like our obsession with- All Things Wedding. All Things Weddings. So I am on Bridal TikTok, and I am nowhere near, I don't know how I got there, but I love it. And I found my- dream wedding dress. Like if I were going to get married today, this would be my wedding dress and we'll, I'll put it, we'll put it link it as usual. But I saw this dress and it made me feel something so deep in my core. And it's a, a, the brand is called Berta. Mm -hmm. And I actually got to try on one of their dresses. The very first wedding dress I ever put on my body was like a
1: $10,000 Berta
0: wedding dress that was fully glitz glam. And I was like, this is the standard that I'm putting on my body for the first time. <laughs> this yeah. is what I'm going to try on Now I'm like, I better
1: start saving now for my wedding dress Totally, because damn. Yeah. And that's just like the beginning. I know. That's like not including like all Everything. the extra stuff. Yeah. Isn't that crazy?
0: Insane. Well, I don't know if I'm want a big wedding, but I do want a big dress.
1: Yeah. Fuck yeah. yes. Definitely. Um, well, I guess my obsession with weddings is I'm going to tell my wedding dress story. Yes because it's so fucking crazy. And if you know it, well, you know it. And if you don't buckle up bitches,
0: well, I've read it. I've never heard you say it. So I'm excited.
1: Okay. So first of all, I got um, married four years ago, four and a half years ago now. So I feel like it was just a completely different landscape as far as like size inclusivity, especially in the bridal world, which is like even further behind than um, fashion in general. And it was so hard for me to like even like figure out to plan a wedding. It was really hard because we were living in LA, but our entire families and everything were back East. So anyways, that was like a layer to it. I ended up planning a wedding within like five and a half months. So once I decided on the venue, I was like, I need to find this dress immediately because it could take a while to do like alterations and everything. So I started going wedding dress shopping. I'm not even kidding you when I say I went to so many places and at most of them, there was at max three dresses I could try on that would actually fit my body. And what size were you at the time? At the time, I was probably like a size 12. What? Yeah. Okay. It was so discouraging. So discouraging. And like you're there and you're so excited. And like no matter what, like they have ways of putting dresses on you and like squeezing them together. And they use they use like these like pliers sort of things. But like mm-hmm. you can't turn around and see the way a dress fits you. It just is so defeating. Yeah. So I went to all these places um, and I found this dress that I really liked. It made me feel amazing. It fit me perfectly. Um, And I was like, oh my gosh, I think this is the dress. I was really, really excited about it. I was kind of going for like an old Hollywood glam situation. Um, I was like, my mom's like, let's just go to like one more place. She flew into Surprise Me for a week and we went to one more place, tried on the exact same dress there. Did you shop in LA? Yeah, I went to... um, Panache Bridal is where I ended up getting my dress from. And then the other place that I found a dress that fit me was Lavella in Glendale. Mm. I didn't Uh, want show your dress there. Yeah. Holy shit. No, I didn't get my dress there. Oh. But the dress I ended up getting, I also tried it on at the Lavella. And I was like, you know what? Let me go back to the original place because that's where I saw it first. And I wanted to give the salesperson my business. Got it. Anyways, make a long story short. This dress fit me so freaking perfectly. The only thing was is that like it was like the perfect length. And I decided that I wanted to get it a little bit longer because I wanted to wear heels and I knew I wanted like a big heel. So I ordered the dress. They said it'll take like two months to come in or three months to come in. It was like perfect timing. I was like, great. That gives me like three months for alterations. The dress came in. I go to try on. I'm so excited. And the dress is six inches too short. So instead of adding the extra fabric, which I paid for to make it longer, they ordered it shorter so I was like, what the actual at your knees. And this was like, um, like I'll have to shed, like post photos in like the show notes or like in the Facebook group. But the way, the type of dress it was like, it looked absolutely freaking ridiculous. Like it was so short on me now because remember it was like perfect airing on the side of like a little short before. Mm-hmm. So they were like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, how are we going to fix this? So they're calling the, the brand was Martina Liana, an Australian designer they're like, can we get it in time? Can we get her a new dress? You know, cause now it's getting cl- close. kind of close. Like I had three months, but still like it took three months for the dress to come in. So they were like, no worries. We're going to get her a new dress. It'll be fine. A month and a half goes by. The dress comes in. I go to try it on. They did not get me a fucking new dress. What they did was send this dress back and try to tailor this dress to make it longer. But the thing was, it was like a trumpet style. So you couldn't add length to the bottom. So they added length instead to the bodice. So now picture this dress being elongated from the waist, which is the smallest part of your body. Mm -hmm. So now the size of my waist was supposed to fit my hips and my butt
0: oh my god that this is a disaster it was a fucking this is a disaster. disaster i don't
1: remember these details in yes. the blog post Holy and, shit. and i'm by myself going in to try it on because like my family's in new jersey i just thought it was gonna be like an awesome like normal fitting like i didn't think to like i have support or anything like that so i was like what the hell i start crying immediately i'm like this dress doesn't fit and like meanwhile like i was so insecure bridal shopping this entire time because nothing fit and i chose this dress because I love the way it hugged my body and it made me feel so confident. The best part about it was the fit. Mm. So now that it doesn't fit anymore. And now it's like a month before my wedding. So the tailor was like, don't worry, don't worry. I can fix this. It'll be no problem. She's talking about like adding fabric and panels onto the dress. And like at this point, like Like this dress is a a ramshackle of freaking totally. But actually like I was kind of like optimistic because I was like, I know what tailors can do. It'll be fine. But also like I knew like I didn't have many options because it's not like I could walk into another bridal boutique and just choose a dress off the rack that'll fit me. Like that doesn't Mm -hmm. happen. So I was just like extremely optimistic about the entire situation. I remember like leaving. I was like, okay, that's fine. They're like, this was like a Monday. They're like, come back on Saturday. The dress will be perfect.
0: Okay, so I was was like at least okay. just like
1: a week. Okay, I remember leaving that day, calling my mom. My mom's freaking out. She's like, "How are you not like going crazy on?" I'm like, "This is insane." I was like, "Mom, like, there's nothing else I could do. Like, let's just. I think it's gonna be fine. I think it's gonna be fine." So then that Saturday comes. My friend Diana came with me for like reinforcement, Um, and we go there before the store even opens, and I they go and I put on my dress, and I look in the mirror. And I'm like, just start hysterically crying. And I'm like, am I fucking seeing things? Am I fucking seeing things? First of all, the tailoring was so bad. It literally looked like a balloon around my hips and my waist. Like it took away any shape from the dress at all. And not only that, and my biggest regret to this day is that I don't have a photo or video of this. You didn't, oh. The dress was two different colors. The dress I ordered was ivory and the fucking tailor Stitched on white fabric, which is different than ivory. Oh my God. So I come out of the fitting room, like in tears. Deanna looks at me and she's like, What the hell? And she was like, Take that off right now. Take that off right now. The manager comes in, she's like shocked, like her jaws to the floor. She's like, Oh my God. So the manager walks out, she's like, Don't worry. And I'm like Deanna. She's like, Deanna like we're speechless and I'm also like in tears but like just speechless almost because I'm in so much shock so the manager comes back in like 10 minutes later with like six dresses in hand she's like my wedding's in like two and a half weeks at this point or three weeks she was like I'm so sorry. We have to find you something else. Like there, there this dress like, there was no, hope there was for no denying that this dress was just a loss. It cause. was just a lost cause. It was so destroyed at that point. And they knew they wouldn't be able to get me a new dress. They had one manager on the phone with like Australia trying to see if they can get me another dress in time. But I think they knew it was like a lost cause. And then they had me trying on all the other dresses. So I'm like freaking out, but like, be so pissed. I was pissed, but like somehow like still like kind of chill about it because like, because you're very not tall. not chill like I was upset but like I just started trying on other dresses like I had no other options. Mm-hmm. So I'm starting trying on dresses that are completely different than like the type of dress I wanted. And then anyways, then they found something that was like more in like the vein and style I was going through. And then all of a sudden this woman walks in and she was like that dress does not look good on you. She's like it's too white for your body, there's no structure, there's no bodice, like it's not great for you. She was like I'm going to make you a dress Who said this? This woman that came into the room. And I was like, excuse me. She didn't work there. No, I was like, who are you? She's like, hi, my name is Sarah Nori. I'm a wedding dress designer. I'm here for a 24 hour trunk show. They told me what's going on with you. I can't believe this is happening. I really appreciate the way you're handling the situation. I'm gonna make you a dress. I got chills. Guys, I'm not even fucking kidding you. This was like my fairy godmother. She came in, turns out she's this like wedding dress designer from New Jersey, she happened to be there for a 24 hour trunk show, okay? That's crazy. 24 hours. The only reason like she she ended up coming in early because she was doing the trunk show and I was in there early. Like we just missed each other by like, we could have missed each other by like an hour. Do you know what yeah. I mean? From New Jersey, this woman was so nice. She made me a custom dress to my size. I literally did not try it on until a week before the wedding. I was just like at this time. I was like, "You have no. What are you gonna do?" I had no idea what I was gonna do. But also, I just felt like this was like so meant to be for the fact that I was getting married in New Jersey. The reason that this woman came in gave me all the confidence in the world, mm-hmm. and it ended up turning into like the most. I loved my wedding dress and it would just ended up becoming the most special and amazing experience. Cause I got to go through the fittings. I got to go through everything with like my mom and my sister there, which before I was like doing totally by myself mm-hmm. and ended up being like the most like a meant to be situation.
0: Okay. I have a question. Yeah.
1: Did the bridal, did they refund you the dress? So I, at that point I only paid for my deposit. Okay. So they still kept my deposit, but they covered everything else. And, like, my new dress was, like, I would say, like, almost three times the price. And they covered
0: the cost they of the new the dress? They covered the cost of the new dress. Thank God. they the tried cost to of like, pull
1: something over on no, you? No, no. They honestly should have really given me my deposit back, too. I was going to say, they should have just for the emotional labor that you went but through. But I didn't have the energy in me to fight it. So, anyways, it was so crazy. And, like, my bachelorette party, like, I, at my bachelorette party was the weekend before my wedding. I still, like, didn't try my final dress up or have my dress until then
0: it was so thank wild god you are the chillest person that to walk planet isn't Earth. that
1: crazy that's insane i know i i remember the story but i didn't remember all these details and the degree it was so not so nuts and such a wild ride but it all works out at the end and i feel like yeah damn what's meant to be will be you know oh you look stunning
0: thank you um so obviously <laughs> the wedding planning process especially if you're plus size wedding dress shopping it can be <laughs> fucking tough planning a wedding doing all this stuff so today we have on taylor ponnell who is a plus-size creative a virgo and your soon-to-be bridal bestie she shares so much helpful information around planning a wedding specifically as a plus-size bride mostly on tiktok and she has instagram too she even like put together this free bridesmaid welcome like presentation template if you're a bride to give to your bridesmaids the detail that she goes into in this thing is like next level it's like so
1: next level like
0: it is it is crazy um and she just shares like even on tiktok she'll share like oh my gosh i found this dress on target that will be great for you plus size brides for maybe like a rehearsal dinner whatever so we talked to her all about wedding planning as a plus size bride um so yeah without further ado let's welcome taylor well, everyone, welcome, Taylor, to the podcast. We are talking bridal, plus size bride, all things wedding planning. So welcome. How are you?
2: Thanks for having me. I am doing well, you know, as well as I can be planning okay. a wedding. <laughs> right. Totally. Yes, I'm
1: doing well. Okay, well, we want to hear all about your wedding plans. But first, I feel like we need to get into like the love story real quick. So how did okay. you meet your fiance?
2: We are an okay cupid couple. Oh my and gosh, I, I love met that. <laughs> on the dating app, yeah. Our first date was at Madame Tussauds in Times Square. Like, stop. Uh huh. No, that's uh-huh. cute though. Wait, but people
1: I... would think that's cringe. But that's no. So if cute. a
2: guy, w-
0: wait, did he plan yeah. it? Yeah. If a guy asked me to meet him at Madame Tussauds, I don't think I would go. But I'm <laughs> living for this. But I'd be like, wait, that's so. It's unique. Honestly, yeah.
2: I
1: would go, and that's so- you have so much to talk about. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, the whole reason he decided to go was because there was um, a VR experience. And he was like, I want to do something that we've never done before. Let's do VR. And we, so I, I was like, that. oh, that's, you know, that's cool. I've never done VR.
1: We love a man then, who plans.
2: Right. And then he didn't realize that the whole museum was like five floors of like wax figures. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> so he's like, where's the VR? And it's like on floor three or in the middle of it. So, yeah, it was like you're like kind of a a pause or hesitation waiting to finally get to the vr and then the vr was broken so we waited in line for that forever and when we finally go in his jacket was broken and so they're like oh you girl they're pointing to me they're like taylor you can go in and aaron's like oh no don't leave me here um and of course i didn't leave him like that's rude so i waited for him and Thought I was holding his hand in the VR. Didn't know about VR back then. But, you know, it's you in your living room. Like, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You Somewhere else. So I was holding, like, the attendant's hand. And oh. after the fact, I was like, oh, thanks for, like, holding my hand. It was so scary. And he was like, you weren't holding my hand. Yeah, I'm <laughs> dying. Like, that's so funny. Yeah. Oh my- I got scared by a worker pretending to be a wax figure. Fell out on the floor. I very much embarrassed myself. This is but, an eventful first know. date. Yeah, we had lots of laughs. Aaron, we made wax figures or like wax molds of our hands the first day. Oh my gosh, I did love this day. It? I hope yeah. I someone <laughs> takes you to Madame so This sounds awesome. Yeah, what the heck? I need to go. <laughs> Good time. Uh, the, you know, it's like an ad for Madame she says, I wish, honestly, that's like my one regret is we did not get those photos of each other.
0: Oh, like, you guys want a couple photos? And we're like, you're like, no, this is our first date. I don't know.
2: Yeah. But um, now I wish I did. Yeah. When, when is the big day? September 4th, 2022. Oh my gosh, she I got, got married started. on
1: September 8th. September is a great time. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's exciting.
2: Mm-hmm. I know, yeah, perfect time of year. So.
1: And when did you guys get engaged? Like how how much did you give yourself? How much time to plan the wedding?
2: I'm like a year, year and a couple months into this. Aaron okay. proposed December, I call it the best day of the worst year ever, December 31st, 2020.
0: So you've given yourself a like kind of a long planning process.
2: Yeah. You know, I, the, the goal was to be able to like love on people and like be up in people's faces and, you know, totally. I didn't feel like we could do that last year. So,
1: so part of it was because the extended engagement was part of it partly because of the pandemic.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, runway to save, you know, totally. Oh yeah. (laughs) It's a lot. So I was just like, yeah let's do a longer one
1: okay so tell us all your wedding details like we want to mm. know the vibe we want to know everything are we invited what's
2: going on <laughs> we've known you for two minutes we will be right. she's
0: like she's like i'm
1: not even giving people plus ones no i'm kidding aaron would
2: kill me if i invited somebody else like, like <laughs> maybe we'll can- just
1: come take photos it's fine <laughs>
2: Okay. Um, yeah, our wedding vibe is <clears throat> eclectic, moody, glam. Very much. I want to just serve up looks. You know, if I could do my own Met Gala, what would it be? And it would be. Oh, just I like love
1: that. I extra. fucking love that. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome.
2: So you know, we don't get to dress up often as like groups of people. So I'm like, serve a look.
1: So is it a black tie? I, I'll wedding? probably
2: write that in my invite.
1: You should. You, you should. You should write write that in your wedding. Um, yeah. What what is the dress code? Is it a black tie wedding then?
2: Yeah, we're yeah we're going to do probably formal slash black tie optional. Okay, we might push it towards black tie. We will be black tie, but yeah, yeah. people option.
0: Okay, I want to start at the beginning. Your engagement photos were so epic. So epic! the outfits, the energy, the location, everything. I think as women are planning, especially if they're in a plus size body and maybe you're feeling a little self-conscious um, or no matter what their size, some people aren't used to like doing photo shoots like this. Like how, what was this process getting ready for these? These look like professional photos. Like we'll put them in the show notes and the newsletter. So you can see they're so incredible. Do you have tips for anyone who maybe is feeling a bit overwhelmed or like uneasy about being on camera or just we would love your insight.
2: Yeah. Um having a longer engagement gave us time for me to like I'm so detail oriented so I needed like the time to like find the perfect shoes, find the perfect earrings, you know. But I would say one don't compromise. Like that photographer that we booked, he does the most glam shoots um full transparency I wish I mean can't afford him for my wedding but Aaron and I looked at each other and he were like engagement photos <laughs> I was like you know okay compromise like all right let's do that and he was like booked you know months out so it just like worked and he was like oh I'll be in New York this one day <laughs> in five months from now and I was like let's do it let's try it um So, yeah, I would say don't compromise on any aspect. I like got dresses custom made and searched high and low for like my vision. I just, you know, the world's your oyster. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. you can find things. It's possible. It's difficult. And obviously it's more money, but that's what I'd say.
0: Do you have any tips for like being comfortable in front of the camera or like getting ready? I know you're a content creator, so it's kind of like you're you're used to that. But um, or shooting with like your partner, how to make sure you guys are feeling like, you know, comfy. Right.
2: It's interesting because I think I'm probably like a little bit more bashful shooting with Aaron than like normally by myself. Because Aaron honestly probably turns it on more than me. Like he's just like, I don't know, more of a pro at it. Oh, we love it together, that. but. Yeah, like I'm like not you showing me up at my, at my thing. <laughs> um, but I would say in order to be confident, I guess remember the end goal. Like mm-hmm. it's all about you. Like you paid for it. It's your thing. The photographer will do what you want them to do. You hired them. Yeah, I would just say like it's kind of hard to be like directive or like assertive in that way sometimes. But yeah, put you first. And then as far as like with your partner, I mean, we were just saying like goofy stuff to each other all day. I was like, oh, man, I cannot wait to like order chicken nuggets and take these heels off. And like, yeah, you're just like laughing and having a good time. And then the photos turned out great.
1: Have fun with it. I think that something that you did so well is that you brought that like main character energy. And I think that so many times like I didn't even do engagement. photo shoot for my wedding I really didn't and to be honest with you I think it's because there's like I think that there's like an aspect of it where I just felt embarrassed like like I felt like oh is that like cringe do you know what I mean like is it making it too much about us is that awkward but like no no it is fucking about you and like you should celebrate the moment and you don't have to be feel shy about it and like what you said Mm -hmm. is so important like you're booking the photographer. You're doing this, like, make sure you put in what you want to get out of it. And I think that I don't know if you did this, but I think a really good tip for women out there is um, if you have like a mood board of the photos you want Mm -hmm. is to share that with your photographer, like the type of scenes you want, the type of shots you want to get. So that way they like, let them help you. Like they can help direct you and stuff too. Yeah.
0: Mm hmm you had like the most amazing outfits where did you shop for like your bridal outfits we'll get into the wedding dress shopping but I'm talking like you know bridal shower engagement photos like Mm -hmm. do you have any good shops for like size inclusive places to find (laughs) show-stopping dresses
2: I would say honestly I am just a hunter like every single place I will look at um i actually got my black dress so i would like to say that i found that dress before it became popular that one that twists at the neck Mm -hmm. and that ties in the um in the back i got it from desi group and i got it made so it's like it was like a supposed to be a bridesmaid dress i was Mm -hmm. like who cares it's black no one's gonna know yeah um so that was the black dress and then i got the extreme (laughs) <laughs> long train gown from um etsy and it's like a maternity <laughs> robe
0: <laughs> wow like, okay that's oh, really that. good that's thinking outside yeah. the box so you got a maternity robe off etsy and then you had a custom-made <gasps> dress to your measurements that from that was like for a bridesmaid okay, okay that's super that's creative so helpful yeah that really is amazing because yeah. that's thinking outside of the box and just looking at like i mean is anthropology anthropology what size do they go up to
1: i think like I a think 24 Oh, they go
2: yeah, to store. Or yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, okay. Beholden is is great. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's a great option. Um, there's a lot of bridal places, but it's like when you want something just a hair different from everyone else, you gotta like be crafty.
1: Think so, outside the box. Do you have any other stores like besides like Beholden um or or Etsy, like uh, any other places that you can direct our plus size brides who are maybe looking for like engagement photo addresses or even like engagement photo dresses or cocktail dresses or any like wedding festivity type attire. yeah
2: i mean obviously go to asos is great mm-hmm. there's a shop right now that i'm looking at bridal babes is great it's mm-hmm. really two places i'm looking at right right now okay um anywhere but like anywhere like bridal if you want to do classic white which everybody is like branching out from that because it can get boring but there's dresses everywhere target i've like started to share just like it doesn't have to be expensive and lavish and like Mm -hmm. whatever, like you make the thing. So if it's, if you want to put more money into your accessories or a cool shoe, like
0: you have options. You
2: don't have to like spend all of it on a white dress.
0: Yeah. And how was the wedding dress shopping experience for you? Cause I know that is like, no matter what your size, that's like overwhelming and kind of scary, but I think especially for plus size brides, because there's just not very many options. So I'd love to hear what your experience was like.
2: Oh, it was tough. I hate to say that because I want to, I wanted it to be like sugar and rainbows or I thought it would be. Um, It was one difficult because half of it was virtual, right? So I had half of my bridesmaids on an iPad and that was difficult, like coordinating that and doing all of that stuff. And then you have the sizing <laughs> it's like i don't think they tell people i don't even know what like difference it is if it's four sizes or two sizes but it's smaller like a 16 in bridal is like a 20 not
0: yeah yeah 16 in like, bridal would be like an eight in normal clothes
2: or if you're a, yeah. if you wear right, a 16 right,
0: right. you would right. wear like a 20 in bridal yes exactly right. yes.
2: yes yes so it's just like uh painful right and like already being um plus size you know going in it's like them like pulling and prodding I actually ripped a dress oh my at Kleinfeld and of course my stylist is like don't worry about that like that's something I'll deal with like it's fine trying to make a sale but I'll, it's like how can you assure me that my own wedding dress is not gonna rip totally. this one like wow. what um so yeah I would say that like there's like sizing out and they charge for more um fabric and materials and time there's just a lot of hidden costs with like being plus size and, and then you add the layer that you already described of like not having options. So it's like, I'm very much wanting to do what I want to do. And then you tell me that I'm like pushed into this box and it's like, Oh, you only have five options to choose from that are like standard. Like, no, yeah, no. Yeah. I honestly, I went to a bunch of shops. I did like five and then I was like, not for me and so I went custom okay. which is gonna be crazy so so what's that custom um, like experience like so far it's been okay <laughs> you know as a type a like Virgo like I like stuff I like control um and it's 1000% not in my hands right now and we're still like she's like crafting beating, so like who knows <laughs>
0: So did you reach out to a specific bridal designer that you liked and you were like, Hey, here's my measurements. This is what I'm looking for.
2: Yeah. Um, I searched high and low on Instagram and like did like, you know, bridal hashtags. And then I would look at every bride that had a photo that I liked. I would look and see if she tagged her -hmm. vendors,
1: Mm
2: -hmm. honestly, brides who tag their vendors like chef's kiss, the best people ever. Um, and that's how I found my bridal dress designer. She's in Ohio. Okay. (laughs) So I'll be going to Ohio in a, in a couple months and I can take it from there. But yeah, she um, makes beautiful work and I want something glam and yeah. luxe and just like, you know, I'm no shade, but like the lace is just, I just, too sweet. So I want to go saucy. Yeah, so.
1: um, So for the stores, yeah. okay. I think first of all, you're obviously like super creative, which is amazing. I think that a lot of women like, don't have that in them. And like the idea of like finding like a robe and turning that into a gown or like making custom dresses super, super overwhelming. So do you have like any tips for women who are like, wait, I just want to go into like a bridal store and find something like, is there any advice that you can give them to prepare for that shopping experience if they are in a plus size body?
2: I would say go to a plus size shop genuinely. Mm -hmm. I wish I would have done that. At least for your first place or at least for your second place. There's something weird. I don't know. I don't make up the bride science or magic or whatever. But there's something about them, like, snapping you into a dress and, like, closing it and doing all the clips and, like, that make you feel like, I don't know. I guess more confident Mm -hmm. um, versus like them doing the bungee cord and like feeling like, Oh, I have to like hold this up and like not rip it and or hold it up to my body to like get the idea. Like, no. Um, so yeah, I would say like, there's some great plus size, like bridal shops now, um, that cater to plus sizes. And I would recommend doing that as like one of your first experiences for sure.
1: I totally agree because actually when I tried on dresses, I had like, it was really, really hard for me. And it turns out the only dresses I was even considering were ones that I could actually zipper and fit into because I just couldn't even have that imagination almost. Like I couldn't feel, I couldn't see it. And I think that if there's not like many plus size bridal boutiques in your area, what you can do is you can call ahead and see how many dresses they have in your size. So at least like right. you aren't disappointed going in there because you already know, okay, realistically, like only four dresses will fit me. And that yeah. if you know that going into it, I think it makes it a little bit easier too.
2: Yeah, 1000% agree with
0: you. It's like, yeah, so messed up. So I obviously am not married. Um, or like have been, so I went and I've modeled wedding dresses for our TikTok. And mm-hmm. I went to this place in Glendale, California, La Vella Bridal. And I was talking to the girl there and she was like one of the big wedding dress designers, Berta. It's very expensive, but stunning. Mm-hmm. They're the only store that carries plus size Berta samples because she literally pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed mm-hmm. to get them to have it. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Like the options are so small and it makes me so sad. And like I was wearing like a, I don't even know what size I was wearing. I wish I, I can't remember, but like I'm a US 12 and I'm like in a special size that like it just makes me sad. So it's it's tough. Um so I think yeah, finding plus size bridal shops would be super beneficial yeah. just so you can like put it on and feel how mm-hmm. it's going to feel. Yeah,
2: it's a lot to like it's a lot to expect people to like buy these dresses aren't cheap <laughs> Like no, they're so expensive to, Right? who wants to buy a dress that like you can't put on and it's just like picture it like and drop like two three k Mm-mm. Like, no no
1: we're in the case of brita like at least eight 10k
2: yeah right yeah right yeah Mm-mm. wild and well, you have to have like the photos like no you deserve that entire experience exactly
0: so. yeah well i'm I'm in tr- I can't wait to see what your dress is going to look like because I wouldn't, again, never really think to do custom. Mm-hmm. And I think like, if you're, you know, I-, I love how you're like, I'm doing this my way. So I am yeah. making this a memorable and enjoyable experience for myself. And you're going out of the box and I love it.
2: Yeah. What? It's nerve wracking.
0: I think <laughs> one thing that's like a very toxic in the bridal industry is like, Sweating for the wedding and feeling like this immense pressure, like have, have, what is your mindset been around that? No,
2: absolutely not. My (laughs) mind, if I was, I would be exploding. (laughs) I would be fighting. It would just be chaos. Um, no, no, Aaron knows what it is and loves me as I am. Um, I love me as I am no I can't I can't be bothered I just you're
0: like I have way too many things to do I'm not feeding into this toxic bullshit
2: yes it's it's yeah it's very um now don't get me wrong like of course when we first got engaged I was like like I always will have those little like thoughts in my head but yeah I was like "Mm -mm." (laughs) no no can't can't do it this time
1: No, I love that. And I think that's like the attitude that honestly, like every single pride needs to have no matter their size, because why are you adding that extra amount of pressure and stress and trying to change your look? Like, and make yourself different than you look every single day that your partner is yeah. already used to you looking. Like, who cares?
0: It's just so right. crazy to me how society will make everything about a woman's body. You're <laughs> yeah. getting married. Oh, <laughs> you lose weight. don't lose weight. It's like, it is wild to me. I'm like, there is a million other things to worry about with going into a marriage, finding your life partner, and we're still making it mm-hmm. about weight. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my God. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. It
2: is. It is. Yeah. And like, oh, definitely. The like people buying
1: dresses too small. I'm like, oh. No, that no. is an awful idea. No. Awful it's
2: idea. It's the, yeah. the worst. If anything, you
1: should almost be like a little bit bigger and then you can have it taken in, in for exactly. sure. Exactly. Um, are you doing like a bachelorette party and all that? Okay, so how would you handle this? Because this is a question we get asked often. Um, if, what would you do if one of your bridesmaids can't make it to the bachelorette party and can't make it to certain things. Like how would you handle that situation and how do you feel about it? And if someone is in that situation and doesn't know how to talk to the bride, like what can you, what advice can you give to her?
2: That's a tough one because you know, we're all dealing with it. Weddings are expensive, not just for us, like as a bride, like it's expensive for everyone. And so I totally feel for this situation. I would say personally, my approach is to figure it out myself. <laughs> like if I want my friends with me, I'm going to figure out how to get you there. No questions asked, but it's difficult <laughs> to just also like some people aren't in that situation. Um, so yeah, I would just say, to be honest and have the conversation of like, Hey, my, my priority is to stand next to you on your wedding day and to be present. Um and participate in all of those activities. I would love to do the bachelor, bachelorette party, but um, I just can't afford it at the moment. And so it's like, like if you you put it that way to a bride, she's going to pick you being at her wedding.
0: Yes, 100%.
2: <laughs> I think that's great advice. And so yeah, true. Like-
0: and I think one thing you've done really well as a bride is like, because asking someone to be a bridesmaid and like being part of it is a, like, we're asking a lot of people, right? And right. I think you have done such a great job at making people like it easy for your bridesmaids. And I'm talking specifically about like your bridesmaids, like, what would you call it, your welcome deck or what was it? Yeah.
2: yeah. You're like, it was like, yeah, it was like an, oh, probably. <laughs> but yeah welcome deck onboarding we are gonna uh,
0: link this pdf because it is so good taylor has put together this pdf for all of her bridesmaids and it has like everyone's name instagram phone number a timeline mood boards of the wedding outfit ideas shoes i'm like whoa whoa (laughs) this is next level and this template is is like you you've outdone yourself you really have So, yeah. kudos to you.
2: <laughs> Thanks. I was honestly just like, I'm just very visual, mm-hmm. honestly. Like, if I, yeah, I have to put it on paper and, like, see it. And so, I think that it helps me to do. And then, I, of course, was talking to my bridesmaids and then everybody was like, wait, wait, wait. That would be helpful for us all. So, I just shared it and it became this thing. But um, there's a lot of confusion and just clarity. I appreciate clarity, personally. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, just over communicate, mm-hmm. set expectations of like, hey, you have to attend this, you don't have to attend this, or you're responsible for this, or I'm gonna take on this cost. I would say be upfront with like the plans, because it's a lot for everyone, like we already said.
1: I think that's really important being upfront, because if mm-hmm. people know like what they're getting into, yeah. then that's like fine. Cause they know what they signed up for. It's like when things like keep adding on or there's like surprises later on that, that can get super overwhelming for people.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, well, we'll yeah. be sure to link that and those resources. Cause you have some other great resources at rides, if you're planning a wedding, you need to download. Um, but okay. we wrap up every episode Taylor with a question from our audience. Okay. So we would love to have you share your insight as well. Okay. Um, so the question is, okay, I've been dating my guy for almost 10 months. He still hasn't said, I love you help. I'm his first long relationship since his divorce. So I'm not sure if he's scared, closed off, or just not ready for that level of commitment. I've never been in this situation before.
1: Hmm. What do we think gals? Okay. Well, one, I think that the first thing that you should do is if you love this person, you should tell him you love them. I, I don't yeah. I don't think that there needs to be that. Tell I love you first? I'd rather die. I Just know, but like,
0: I'm <laughs> <I laughs> avoiding it. I'm avoiding I mean, here. And
1: I feel like that's how I would have been too. But if you really love this person and you're scared that maybe they're closed off and they're not like, they're vulnerable because of their divorce, then like maybe you need to be the one to take that step and be like, I love you and open up that communication.
2: Yeah. Taylor, yeah. what are you doing? I'm with you. I'm with you. I am. I don't know if I would put a time limit on I love you. Like if I would have, or if Aaron would have done that to me, like we wouldn't have been together Mm
1: -hmm.
2: (laughs) because because, I mean, in full transparency, he might be like, Oh God, Taylor. But um, (laughs) he said, I love you first. And I was like, "Mm." (laughs) 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 Um, thanks. (laughs) but um, Yeah. Like I, I didn't know, I guess, or like process, I didn't know how to like communicate my feelings. And I'm grateful that as a partner, he understood that and just like let me get there on my own terms versus like setting a hard death or like an ultimatum of like what like it wouldn't have been the same so i i would probably if you love the person like you said i would just wait it out
0: well i think i'm just gonna let you guys uh do that one because that's way better advice than i would have wait what's
1: your advice though what do you think
0: (laughs) yeah i honestly i would not I mean, I'm realizing I don't know. This whole attachment style thing is confusing to me because I thought I was anxious, and now I'm thinking I'm avoidant because I would never like I would even if I did feel it, I wouldn't say it, and then it would drive me nuts, and then I'd probably like push them away. So that's like very toxic and bad.
1: So I think you should be open and just say like, "Hey, I love you." I don't think that's true because you've told a guy that you like him before when he wasn't committed to after you after a all. year. We I don't talk- think we're talking the same person. <laughs> Hmm? (laughs) there's been a few who are you talking about the Denver person yes okay fine but you said that and he didn't necessarily like give you, I was sick to my stomach, Taylor. I was sick, oh, but you said it and no. he didn't necessarily reciprocate and he didn't give you any reason for you to say that you were just happy to be honest with your feelings.
0: Yeah. But it took me a year to get there. Okay. But still, but you anyway, did it. I did it. So to sum this up, to answer your question, we think you should tell him how you feel and, but don't put any pressure on him back. He's on his own right. timeline. Like Taylor said, you can't put a timeline on when to say, I love you. Exactly. Um, so I just think you need to be open and honest about your feelings
2: yeah
1: all right that's all we got today thank you taylor we're excited to stock all your wedding photos and we wish you like the best most happiest wedding ever can
0: you thank you can you let everyone know where they can find you on the internet
2: yeah on the internet i am at stylish sista s-i-s-t-a um yeah tiktok instagram where I live. The
0: TikTok,
1: TikTok. is, fire. <laughs> and we'll make sure to link the PDF.
0: Yes, thank you so much. We can't thank wait to know. see you at the wedding.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yes. September fourth, right? <laughs> see you there.
0: <laughs>
2: Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: Thank you so much for tuning in today. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes on our website, theConfidentCollective.com. find us on Instagram at Confident Collective. And if you
0: really loved what you heard, screenshot today's episode in the podcast app and share it in your stories and don't forget to tag us.